The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nahat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, the Amen. Amen. We begin today's Dap on Kuf Yudchet Abu Bishon, and we are starting from the Mishnah. Gozelet Habero. Person stole from his friend. Or he borrowed money from him. Or he uh, right, he gave him an item. He gave his friend an item for uh, safekeeping to watch. Okay? So he's watching an item, he's a shomer. So either he's a thief, or he's a borrower, or he has a pikadon that he's watching for his friend. So it says, If this happened in the yeshuv, in the settlement, So he's not allowed to return these items in the midbar. So Rashi says, If... Let's say the guy's not claiming it back. He can't say, listen, you want it back, I'll give it to you in the midbar. Your pikadon or your money. Because it's a dangerous place. So you're going to give me the money back in a place now, I'm, uh, you're putting it under uh, danger. What does that mean? On the condition to go to the midbar, then he can, he can return it in the midbar. Rashi. Which means, if he told him, I'm borrowing the money on condition that I can pay you back in the Midbar, and then he gave him the money. So the Gibraltar says, that she says, That's Pashut. If the guy stipulated from the beginning to receive it in the Midbar, that's Pashut. So we'll have to wait for the Gemara to explain. Gemara begins. Urmin, who we have a contradiction, Malve Mishtalemet Bechol Makom. Alone, you're able to pay back in any place. Abeda u Pekadon, but when it comes to a lost object that you're returning, or a Pekadon or a collateral, En Mishtalmin Ela Bimkomam. Oh, so you see over here, it says clearly that a Malveh can be paid back in any place. Amishnah said you can't pay it back in the Midbar. But here it's saying, So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Abaye, Hakik Amar, nitna litaba bechol makom. It's not talking about the 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 lovet uh, paying back. It's giving us the malve side of it. He's able to claim it anywhere. Malve nitna litaba bechol makom. Which means that she, which means wherever the malve wants to claim his money, if he wants to claim it in the midbar, he can claim it in the midbar. It's his prerogative. Which means, 
the Malveh has a right to claim it wherever he wants. However, Avedal Pekadon, Lo Nitnuli Tabar, Ela Bimkomam. However, when it comes to uh, Avedah, the owner of the Avedah cannot come along and ask for it in any place. Only in the place where it was found. Now, what's the, uh, what's the difference between these cases over here? So, the Mephashim are explaining over here. The Gemara understands the Braitha to be saying that one can force a lender to accept payment for a loan anywhere, even in the wilderness. So that contradicts what we just learned. Now, according to the Gemara's original understanding, so that's a stira. Because our Mishnah said what? Our Mishnah said, you cannot go give it to him in the Midbar. And here it's Mashma, that what? You can give it to him, that the lender, I'm sorry, the borrower can pay back anywhere. Now, the Gemara's answer is no. It's talking about that uh, it can be demanded anywhere. Which means what? No matter where the lender demands payment, the borrower must comply. The borrower cannot argue and say, uh, no, I don't want to give it over here, I don't want to give it over there. No, as long as the Malveh claims it, he lent you the money. So therefore he can claim the money anywhere and you cannot argue. Okay? Which means, I did you a favor. So now I'm asking you for the money back, I can ask you for it anywhere. Mashengen Aveda and Picadon, where the favor was reversed. I watched your item. I found your item, therefore you don't have the upper to claim it wherever you want. Therefore, we can only claim it in the Yeshuv, only in the places that are protected. Right. Therefore, if he gives the custodian deposit in one city, and he finds the custodian in a different city, he can't say, give it to me back. No, no, you can't demand it to me over here. When I get home to the place, that's where you can demand it to me. So I did you a favor. Okay? So that's the difference between a Malveh can claim his money anywhere. But a uh, Abeda and the Picadon only in the place where it was loaned. Okay, comes the Gemara and says, Almenat Midbar. They made a condition, right? I'm borrowing the money, but I'm going to pay you back in the Midbar. So the Gemara says, okay, you can do that. Pshita said, Pshita, it's obvious, you made a stipulation. Lot Sericha, the Amarle, Leheve, Hai Picadon, Gabach, the Ana le Midbar, Nafikna. The guy said, Take this pikadon, and you should know I'm going to be in the midbar. Now he didn't say clearly that I'm going to be in the midbar and pay me in the midbar. He said just take the pikadon, and you should know I'm going to be in the midbar. So it says and the um, the guy who was watching the pikadon said He said I'm also going to the midbar. You know what? I'll be there also. I'm gonna. I'll give it to you over there if I want. So what's Tzadush in this case? Rashi. Rashmiin and Tana. Tafagad de lo tenai gamuru teha ibaet ka amar. Afidu hachi keman diyadad iu nami lemedbar nafik al korchoy yekabelim. Which means even though they didn't speak it out explicitly, which means in this case over here. Um, all he said was, I'm going to the wilderness. I'll be in the Midbar. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who was watching the Picadon uh, said, you know what, I'm also going to the Midbar. Even though he didn't speak out, and I'm going to give it to you over there, but since they both know that they're going to be there, so therefore it's considered as if they made it tonight, and therefore in that case, even though they didn't speak it out, explicitly, they just said, yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, you're going to be there also? I'm going to be there also. 
So Hadush over there is that he can return it to him and he can force him to take it over there. He can force him to take it. See, he wants to get rid of it. Right. He doesn't hold on to the deposit anymore. He wants to give it to the guy back. Since they already talked about that they're both going to be in the Midbar, this is if they stipulated, and therefore he can compel him and force it to take it in the wilderness. Okay. Comes the next Mishnah. Ha'omen Havero. Guy tells his friend, Gezaltika, I stole from you. Helvitani, I borrowed money from you. Hifkata itzli, you give me, you gave me something to watch for you. Ve'eni yodeya imi hazati lecha imlo hazati lecha. But I don't know if I returned it to you or not. So the deen is hayav l'shalem. So we have to see exactly the case. Avad imamad lo eni yodeya im gezalticha. I don't even know if I stole from you in the first place. Imivitani, I don't know if you lent me money in the first place. Imivkata itzli. Then in that case over there. So comes the Gemara and begins its analysis of this case. Itmar maneli biadecha. Guy comes along and says, "You owe me a hundred." Oh, this is a classic case of bari v'shemeh, right? So Gemara says, "Ravuna v'ravuda amar chayav." Ravuna v'ravuda says, "Chayav to pay." When Nachman v'ravuhanan v'ravuhanan amre patur. Ravuna v'ravuna amre chayav. Bari v'shemeh, bari adif. Bari is a vaday claim. You owe me the money. It's bari. Shemeh is, I don't know. Bari gets, bari is a good claim. He gets paid. Nachman v'rabi Yohanan Amad, patur. Why? Uki mamona v'chazkat mareh. Which means, you're claiming money out of me. I'm holding on to the money. You're saying you owe me the money. I say, I don't know. So therefore, keep the money where it is until he can bring a proof. That's the machloket of bari v'shemeh. Okay? Look at Rashi. Ravunav Rav Yudah Mar Hayav Neshalem. Patur. And Rav Nachman says, Patur. He does not have to be. Umiyu Yishava'a. Kede Amar, She'en Yodaya She'hayav Lo Klum. Which means, in this case over there, where he says, he doesn't know if he owes him anything. Delo Adif Sheme Mibari. Which means, according to Rav Nachman, Sheme and Bari are the same. They're both not good claims. Which means, even if the guy would claim, I owe you nothing, but the Rabbanani has to swear anyway. So in this case, he's not worse than a kofir bakot, a regular kofir bakot, if I say, you owe me a thousand. And the guy on the other side says, I owe you nothing. Still, Hamid put a shivu'ah on him, that he has to make a shivu'ah. So in this case also, when he's coming along and saying, uh, you owe me a bari, he's coming along and saying, Shemme, he doesn't have to pay. But we make him make a uh, Shavu'ah. In any event, comes the Gemara and says, Tenam, we learned in our Mishnah. Aval, im amad lo, eni yodeya imil vitani patur. Right? The last case of the Mishnah. If he comes along and says, I don't know if you, if I borrowed money at all, so then he is patur. Hechidame, what's the case? Ili madelo katavale. If the case is talking about when nobody claimed him, which means that the toveya is not a bari either. Which means, the, even the Toveya is a shemme. Toveya is saying, I think you owe me money. Maybe. And he says, well, I don't even know if I even uh, borrow. If you're learning right, the last case is that oh. there's nobody over there. So Resha Nami Delo Takatavala. That means Resha is also talking about where the guy is, is not claiming him. Am I Hayav? So then why is he Hayav? It's just, all he's saying is, I don't know how much I owe, but if there's nobody on the other side, so then why, why is he against the pay at all? Look at Rashi. 
Not up to date Nashi. Ela the Katabale. Oh, must be you have to say the, the Neshav the Mishnah is talking about where it's a Bari Neshim. Okay. That the guy's coming along and saying, you definitely owe me the money. And the other guy's saying, I don't know if I owe you your money or not. Oh, so Bari Veshim. Oh, the Katani Sefa. But what does it say in the Sefa case? Patur Medeshalem. Now, in the Sefa case, why should we Patur Medeshalem? The guy's saying, I'm saying you definitely owe me money. And the other guy's coming along and saying, I don't know if you lent me money at all. So why should be Patur? The Chaura, if, uh, if it's, uh, if it's a Bari Veshim, and you only the Bari Veshim, the bari wins, so therefore, the, uh, why, why in the sefa is it uh, patur? So Gemara says, "Lo leolam de lo katabale." Really, there's no bodies over here. The resha and the resha bebaletzet lideshamayim, which means in the case of the resha, nobody's claiming a bari. He's just coming along and saying, "I might, uh, I know I owe you, but I don't know how much uh, I owe you." So in that case over there. He's chayat if he wants to be latzit lideh shamayim. Which is if he wants to fulfill his obligation to shamayim, he has to be. But minadin does not say anything. Because there's nobody v'shem no, There's nobody claiming against him. Yeah. He just comes and saying, I think I might owe you money. This guy's saying, well, I don't know. So it's not a bari v'shem So why does the Mishnah say chayat? Chayat latzit lideh shamayim. Which means uh, the, the, the high court of the shamayim, if he wants to clean himself, he'd have to pay. What does that mean? Latzit lideh shamayim, look at Ashi. The kevan the kamodri... Which he's more that he stole. He just doesn't know how much he stole. So, he's not Yotze the Din Shamaim. But in the Sefa case, he doesn't even know if he stole. So that's the way you don't even have to worry about Shamaim. Nobody knows anything. The guy's not claiming he your his own body, and he's claiming he doesn't even know if he stole. You don't need to be Yosei Yedeh Shamayim at all. In the Sefa, at least the guy is saying, yeah, I know I stole. I just don't know how much. And the other guy is claiming, no, I don't know either. So it's really Shemiz. Shemiz, Chorai doesn't have to pay. So why does it say Hayav? Because we're talking about Yedeh Once already ready, he's admitting that he owes something, so that's why it's going to be Hayav. Regular Bari Veshem, he has to pay. That's it, Yedeh... Adam, because that's a bari v'shem. Oh, but the, the Rishon's case is not a bari v'shem. Nobody's really claiming a strong claim against him. He's just saying, I think I owe you, stole from you, but I don't know how much I stole. Oh, in that case, let's say, Hayav let's say the Shemayim. But in the Sefa case, he's saying, I don't even know if I stole in the first place. And nobody's claiming really a strong claim against him. In that case, where he's patur afilu pide Shemayim. In the, the Rishon, he knows the amount that he stole. He just doesn't know if he paid him back or not. So he's more dead than he stole. At least he's meaning there was a theft over here. Uh, and okay. In the Sefa case, he doesn't know uh, Bechlaf or something. The Quran says, to prove this point, Itmar Nameh. We have a similar statement from Amoraim. Amar Bihiya, Bar Abba. Amar Bihuhanan. Haomel Havero. Guy tells his friend, Maneli Biyadecha, Yomi Hundred. Manaomer, Eni Yodeya. He comes along and says, I don't know. Hayav bebal litzet lideshamayim. It's Hayav when he wants to come litzet lideshamayim. Now hold it. Over here it's a chaura a bari because he's saying maneli biadecha and the other guy's saying sheme. I don't know. So why is it only over here lideshamayim? Chaura bari v'sheme should be has to pay litzet lideadam. So get Rashi. 
שהיא סייז, איתמן נמא, תהיכא דבעל הצל ידי שמיים, אפילו מאן דפתן למדיני אדם. Which means this is a statement of Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan doesn't agree to Bari Veshemme. He's with Rav Nachman. But you see, even the opinion that doesn't agree with Bari Veshemme says he's hayav latzet, v'hidei shamayim. Dehayav, hechad ika ksat ta'anat Bari. Over here you have ksat ta'anat Bari. So therefore, like in this case over here, the guy's saying, hey, you owe me. So there's some Bari over here. So therefore, let's say that Shemaim, you got to pay him. Even though he doesn't agree with Bari Veshemme, but there's some sort of obligation. So therefore, Hilkach Ravuna deukme resha bedelot Ravuna who holds a bari v'sheme, and he learns the resha the mishnah. There was nobody. It's really just sheme v'sheme. But there's some there's some sort of admission by the fact that he's saying I did steal. I just don't know if I gave it back. That's enough already that you're going to make him hayav. That's it. He's shemaim. So that she says Hilkach Ravuna deukme resha bedelot tabah. Il beikak sad bari da gazlan yada de gazlam ikara. He's admitting that he stole. She's from Rav Yochanan, we're learning to Rav Huna. She's Rav Yochanan, he doesn't know the Bari B'Shem. So therefore, what does it say over He's Bari, he's Shem, what does it say he has? Hayav to pay. Oh, must be Hayav that said he did, Shemaim. Because bottom line, the guy is giving a strong claim that he owes something. This guy's singing, no, I don't say there's Shemaim. So similarly, according to Rav Huna, that learns out Mishnah, there's nobody. Both of them are Shem. But the Shem claim is, really, uh, I did steal, I just don't know if I paid you back. That's already enough admission to create a chayuv latzet, b'yideh shamayim. So therefore you see there's a concept of latzet, b'yideh shamayim. Comes the next Mishnah. Hagonev taleh min Okay, a guy stole a sheep from the flock. V'chazino, and he returned it. V'amet, that it uh, died. On nignav, or it got stolen after he returned it. Hayav b'chariyato. So he's, he's responsible. Why? That she says, Demechi ganva, once he stole it, Kam la b'rshuteh. Already it's his. V'ashabad da'avad la v'ashabay ad shemodiyah lula ba'alim. He didn't tell the owner. He didn't inform anybody. So therefore he just went stolen, you stuck it back into the re'edir. Since you didn't tell them, you're responsible. And if something happens to that item, that animal, the ganav is still going to be hayav. You can't say, I returned it. You didn't tell anybody. The Mishnah says, "Lo yadu be'alim." But if the owner did not know, "Lo begnevato ve'lo bechazirato," he didn't know anything. He didn't know it got stolen in the first place, and he didn't know that it was returned. Umanu etatzon, and then he counted his sheep, v'shelemai, and he saw that they're all there. So then, if something happens, it's going to be patur, which means then already have da'at be'alim. Which is by the time he counts it, so he knows. Right after return, he didn't know it was stolen. Right. Now the guy returned it, and he kept to count the sheep. He saw all hundred sheep were there. So therefore, he knows that everything's there. So if something happens to it, the Ganav is going to be off the hook. So now the Gemara is going to explain this Mishnah in many different ways. So we start. Let's start one opinion at a time. So Rav is the first opinion. Lada'at sarik da'at. What does that mean? If you stole it, mida'at, that the owner knew, so you got to return it with that with him knowing. Mm-hmm. But if he didn't know it, then already he says, Minyan poter. Then already once he counts it, and, and he finds out everything is complete, yeah. so he's going to be patur if anything happens. Mm-hmm. And when the Mishnah said, mm-hmm. It's going on the sefa of lola da'at. It's going on the case of lola da'at. Okay, that's the way Rav learns. Okay? Let's read Rashi now. 
סטורים וגמרא ראשי. לדעת צריך דעת. אם הכירו הבעלים שנגנב מהם טלה, איפה הביא לו איזה ראשי פסטורים לפעמים, צריך שיודיעם כשיחזרנה. יפה להם נו. והיא לא הודיעה להוא, אף אגב דמנו את הסון, אם לא הכרת את השיפ. ואיש שנאמר, עדיין חיה באחריותה. תכוון דיעדה, הבי לגזלה גמורה, ובעין אל השווה מעליותה. You stole it with him knowing that's a real gizela. To make the proper hashava, he's got to know that you returned it. Even though he counted the jeep, he's everything there. Mm-hmm. You didn't make a proper hashava yet. And until you make a proper hashava, you're on the hook. So therefore, da'at needs da'at. Shelo da'at, lo akiru ba'adim kodem ahzara, shetev sonam chaseram kalum, ulahar chazara manu et ason bishelema, poter minyan. Good. Asifa, לא ידוע בעלים בגנבתו, וחזרתו מנו את הסוף, ואיש שלמה, פטור, אבל ידעו, לא מהנים עניין. That's the way, Rav learns. Now we go to the second opinion. שמואל says what? בין לדעת, בין שלא לדעת, מניין פוטר. So he says whether there's דעת, even if there's no דעת, and the guy counts them, once he counts them as איש שלמה, פטור. וכי קטני ומנו, ואיש שלמה, פטור. And when it says at the end of the Mishnah, it's going back on all the cases. When it says he counted them, it's going back on Ben Yada'at, Ben Shedol Yada'at. Good, so that's the way Shemuel learns. Let's read that sheet. Ushmuel Amar, Ben Yada'at, Ben Shedol Yada'at, Ben Yam Poten, Lechi Ketani, Manu et Ason, Akula. Ben Yada'u, Ben Shedol Yada'u. Lahachi Mashna, Tinai is going to read the Mishnah for us. Hagonev Taleh, Veresha B'Shekiru Ba Be'alim. It's where you stole the sheep, and you knew about it. V'yadu shenegneva mehen kai. V'dikhtani sefa lo yadu, mechlat aresha b'yadu. Right, from the second case, lo yadu, aresha z'yadu. V'chazira v'met chaya b'chariyito. V'chen lo yadu b'gnebato, u'b'chaziratu nami chaya. Which means, no matter what, if he knew, he didn't know you returned it, and the guy didn't know that he returned it, gonna be chaya. Aval manu et ason. But if he counted, Good, so that is the second opinion. Third opinion is Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan says what? Lada'at minyan poter. Okay, lada'at, he stole it midahat, so then already minyan is poter. Shelo lada'at? Afilu minyan namelo tzadik. Wow, you don't even need a minyan. You just return it, and it's fine. He doesn't even have to count it. V'chi ketani u'manu etason v'yishelema aresha. He learns that when it says the counting, that's going on the lada'at case. Okay, let's read Rashi, how he learns the Mishnah then. Look at Rashi. V'rabi Yohanan amal lada'at minyan poter, shelo lada'at, afidu minyan lo sadiq u'manu etason aresha, v'chi ketani. Agonev tole. Da'inu yad'u acharechen v'chaziro chayav v'chariitan. Which is only in a case where he, he stole, he, he, he knew about it. When is it going to be chayav? When he didn't count. Okay, very good. Now we get to the fourth shita. Fourth shita is Rav Chazda. What does Rav Chazda say? Ladarat minyan poter. Okay, that's good. Shelo ledarat, sarik daat. Wow, this is the biggest hadush. שלא לדעת, when you stole it, שלא לדעת, then the only way you can be patur is you have to return it מדעת. It's reverse logic. So the Gemara says, וכי קטני ומנו את הסון ואיש שלמה הרשע. 
Okay, good. And when it says uh, in the end that you had to count it, counting only helps on Ladat. Where he knew it was stolen, so then you return it, he's, oh, either you return Ladat, it's obvious, or you return it and he counted it and found that they're all there, you're okay. But Shelo Ladat, then already you have to return it, Davka Ladat, that he has to know about it. Look at that sheet in the bottom. Imlo Odi'o, Right. In Shalom Adat, even though he counted them, no good. Umanu Tasson Aresham. Hachi Mashwanitin. Hayab Bahariyud Ben Manu Ben No Manu. Ematai, Bizman Shiloyat Obe Ali, Bahazinatob Ginibato. Vim Manu, Hanak Deresha Tasson Harazarapatur. Which is what he didn't know, he's going to be Hayab until he knows about it. So therefore, the Gibbon has an obvious question. What's the logic of Lavrezda? Why are you making Shalom Ladat more strict than Ladat? Gibbara gives a beautiful answer. Because the animal now, its legs got used to stepping outside. It got into the habit of stepping outside. Nagre is its, its feet, Bariata is going outside, which means like this. You took an animal, Shiloh Da'alim. Okay, you took an animal, Shiloh Da'alim, you took it out of it. Now, once you take the animal out of the herd, it's accustomed now to walk out of its boundaries. If you're not going to tell the guy that you returned it, you're just going to sneak it back into the pack, he's not going to know that there's an animal in there now that's accustomed to run away. Because already you took it out once, so it's used to going out. So therefore, what's going to end up happening? He's not going to so watch, watch it guys. correctly. Yeah. So if Shalom Ladat's worse, if I steal it, Ladat, okay, which means Midat, uh, uh, so then already, once I, I, so he knew it was stolen. Once he knows, and then he counts it, he knows oh, it was returned. So he knows to watch the animal. But if he doesn't know that it was stolen at all, so now what's going to happen? I'm going to sneak it back in, he counts it, so... Everything is fine, nothing happened. Well, there's an animal in there that got used to sneaking out or, or being taken out. And he's not going to watch it correctly. So, Shelola Da'at, you need Da'at. Umi Amar, Rava, Did Rava say this? Because Rava is explaining the Fazda. So, Umi Amar, Rava, Amar, Rava, didn't Rava say, Hai man de Hajjal de Havre, you see your friend. You see him uh, picking up a sheep from somebody else's, uh, or from, he sees his friend picking up a sheep from his flock. Uh, and he, he let out a scream. He saw him stealing. He saw him stealing. So he's screaming. So he left it. Uh, but he doesn't know if he returned it or not. Then what happened? Umet onignav, and the animal died or got stolen. Hayav b'hariyuto. So the ganav is hayav b'hariyuto. Now my lab afalgav demane, even though he counted, which means the story over here is what uh, he saw his friend. Uh, he saw picking up a, a, a sheep from the uh, in order to steal it. Okay? He caught him. 
He caught him. He yelled at him. And now what happened? He doesn't know if he put it back or not. And then what happened? It died. So who's Hayab Bahariyuto? The thief is Hayab. Now my love, I forgot the Mane Rashi, Al Maladat Sarik Daat. Right, which means over here, even though he counted, this was Daat over here. Because he knows it was stolen. And he doesn't know it came back. But he counted over here. So the Chavra, you just told me that if it's Leda'at, counting is enough. Here we're seeing, he knew that it was stolen. He, he, doesn't, in, know, he doesn't know it came back, so he counted. He counted. And still it's saying the Ganav is Hayab. Mm-hmm. So you see, Minyan is not enough when you have Da'at, according to Lava. No. Lo de lo mane. Because he didn't count. But in the Chavra, if he would have counted, he would be Patur. So really, Lava is uh, proper in the way he explained of Hazda, that when you steal Midaat, it's enough for them to count. Okay. Umi Amar Rab Okay, did Rab say what he said? Because Rab's deen was Da'at needs Da'at, and Lo Da'at needs Minyan is enough. So the Gibraltar is going to challenge that. Umi Amar Rab Hakeh, Ba'amar Rab, He haziro le'eder Shib Midbar Yatsa. Oh, let's say you just returned the item. In the you stole it, so it was da'at, and then you just stuck it back into the midbar, it's okay. What do you mean? I thought you said da'at needs da'at, according to Rav. Amar Rav Hanan, but Abam Odeh Rav, It's a spotted one. When you steal a spotted animal, even though the guy didn't see, but he knows, because it's recognizable. So therefore, when you steal a spotted animal, it's considered, uh, when you return it, it's also midat because the guy sees the animal back. It's a distinguished animal. So therefore, ladat, you need that. As if Rav is consistent on a spotted animal, it's always ladat. Look at that. She berki otah shatlen nikaru kishenignav v'nikaru l'reiba midbar kishenutosav asorov afidu lomana. Right, which means he doesn't have to count it. He sees it uh, coming back. He knows it was returned. So therefore, it's ladat because he could see, he could see the animal when it was missing, and he could see when it came back. Okay. Now, now the Gemara says like this. Let us say that these rabbis that we mentioned over here, Rab, Shemuel, Abihanan, Abhazda, these four shitot, the way we learned the Mishnah, let us say that actually it's based on shitot of Tanaim. Let's see how the Lema Ketanae goes. Lema Ketanae, Hagonev Tale, Mina'edir. So what did I do? He stole the taleh from the flock. The minakis. And he stole a coin from somebody's pocket. Limkom sheganav yahzir. Devre Rabbi Ishmael. Okay, so let's get Rabbi Ishmael down. Rabbi Ishmael holds. Rabbi Ishmael holds. Limkom sheganav yahzir. You have to return it to the place where you stole it. Okay. You don't have to, you don't have to we'll see. The Biakiva Omer, Sarik Da'at Ba'alim. The Biakiva says, no, not just to put it back. You have to have Da'at Ba'alim. Sounds like to be Ishmael, just put it right back. You don't have to uh, tell anybody. Now, Sevarua, so we're analyzing. The Kula Alma, Ibn Udrabi Yitzhak. First of all, the Bishman and the Biakiva, we're going to say they all 
subscribe to the opinion of the Bi'atak. What is the Bi'atak called? The Amar, the Bi'atak. Adam asui lemashmish bechiso bechol sha'a. People always stick their in their pocket <laughs> to count their money. <laughs> so therefore, in the case of the uh, Selah, which means when the money was given back, you have to assume that the second it's coming back, he's going to count it, and he's going to know that it came back. Because people always count their money. Now, my love, Besela Ladat. So therefore, the case is talking about over here, that what? The Sela was returned, Ladat. Because when the guy sticks it in his pocket, he knows that, he got it back. Uflukta derav ushmuel. Oh, and that's the look of Rav and Shmuel, which means Rav said Da'at needs Da'at. So therefore, who's it going to be like? That's the Biyakiva. The Biyakiva will go like Rav. Then he says, you have to return it. You have to have a Da'at. Mm-hmm. And according to Shmuel, he said, no, yeah, right. The Biyakiva says you need Da'at. It's not that he's going to put his hand in his pocket and count it. You have, you have to tell him. And according to, the Bish, according to Shemuel that said, no, it's enough to minyan, so he's going to count it. So therefore that, that's going to be enough. So if I can say, Rabbi Yishmael or Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva was like Rav, and Rabbi Yishmael hold like Shemuel. Good? Now, and the case of the Tele, that was the first case of the Braita, Right? So by the Tele case, I'm going to say it's Shemuel. Okay, what's that mean? Which means you returned it, Shelolidat, Uflukta, Tirabhazda, Virabyuchanan. Okay, what was the Mahlok at Yabyuchanan and Abhazda? In Shelolidat, Rabyuchanan said you don't even need a minyan. Whereas a khutla bhazda, shelolidat, we said reverse, you need you need da'at. So how we learn the tle case? What was the story of the tle? The tle case over there is when you you stole it, it was you stole it from him. So, according to uh, Rabbi Akiva, that says Da'at, so he's going to like Rav Hazda. Rav Hazda says, You have to have Da'at when you return it. So, that'll be Rabbi Akiva, will hold like. Rabbi Akiva will hold like Rav Hazda. And Rabbi Ishmael, that says, Rabbi Ishmael, that he just returns it back into the uh, he returns it back into the pack. Which he'll hold like Rabbi Yochanan. Let's read that in Nashi now. Betale peligi shelo ledaat uflag darav chazav Yochanan. Rabbi Ishmael damal lemkom shegana biazir kedav Yochanan. Very good. Tamash shelo ledaat afilu minyan lo sarik. You don't even need minyan. Very good. You don't even need minyan. Just put it back. So therefore we found that these four, uh, these uh, rabbis, the Bishman and Akiva, basically subscribe to all these opinions. Right? When it comes to uh, the money, they're arguing in the Mahlouk of Rav and Shemuel. And when it comes to the Taleh, they're arguing in the argument of Rabbi Yohanan and Rav Chazda. So comes the Gemara and says, Good. All these rabbis of Shomer that you stole from the Shuta Ba'alim, which means Midat, right? So therefore in that case over there, everybody's gonna hold like Rafazda. Or actually, Shelo Everybody's gonna hold that what? 
Like Reb Chazad, you have to give it back. Midat. That's no argument over it. Look at that sheet. The Svira Luke and Reb Chazad can be finished. Talma Mishum and continue to be written like we said. Vaga Bishomesh Shaganav Minshutas Was, which means you're wrong. Really, you stole the sheep from the guy's flock. Shalomi da, shalomi da, shalomi da, you have to return it da. Everybody agrees to that. Also, what's the case of it that they're arguing on? They're arguing on a new case. Vacha b'shomer sheganav mirshuto sheyazid limkom sheganav kamepligi. We're talking about a shomer over here. He was watching animals of a of a malabai. He was watching. He was a shepherd. He's watching the animals, and he decided to steal one. He stole one. He put one on the side for himself. The Baalim don't know. He put it on the side. And then, what did he do? He changed his mind. He put it back into the pack. There already we have a machlokin. Mm. Which means, if you stole the shalom midat, everybody's going to, oh, you got to return it midat. Like Rav Hazdat. Here's a different case. He, the shepherd himself put it on the side, and then put it back in. So the question is, is that considered, uh, 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 is he hayav if something happens to it at that point, or not? So give what says. Rabbi Akiva Savar, kaltalo shemirato. Biakiva says, once you stole it, you're not a shemir anymore. Once you stole it already, your shemirah on this item is finished. Therefore, you have to return it back to the owner, midat. You're not a shemir. But by putting it in the pack, it's not going to help you. You're not representing the owner anymore. You're a ganav. Therefore, your shemirah ends the second you stole one. So therefore, it's not enough to put it back in the pack and sneak it in there. The owner doesn't want you to be a shemir anymore. So if you have to... Give it back without. And Ishmael says, no, he's still considered a Shomer. And therefore, you can just put it right back into the, in the pack and you have no problem. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, exactly that. This Vida Lekerev has done the Shamam Shukhanagre. Rabbi Akiva Savar. Kevan Shinaasa. Ganav, since he became a Ganav, Kalta Shimirato. The two no mehem and the baalim. The owner doesn't trust them anymore. They have the gonev shalom da'at. Sadiq da'at. They have the da'at. Ve'lo aminat sa'ge bedaat shomer. You can't say what the shomer knows. That ve'ha'iu yadab ha'zedon. Because he's not a shomer anymore. And the other shita says, no, that's not a shomer. And therefore, it's enough either that the owner knows or the shomer knows. I'm the shomer. I know. He returned to himself. Sati, wait to learn. Comes again and says, Lema minyan poter tana'ei. Okay, remember we learned, does Minyan, counting uh, uh, the, uh, the sheep, is that considered a ptur or not? So we want to say it's a machlokan amongst the Tanaim. Uh, what's the machlokan? So Gabbana says like this. The Tanya, Hagozel et Chavero. Guy stole uh, money from his friend. Vivli alo behajbon. What do you do? He stole $10 from his friend. And then he had another transaction with his friend, and he put an extra $10 in the transaction. Say. He was embarrassed to tell him. He was embarrassed to tell him. He stuck it in there. Tani One opinion says, it's okay. Vetanya idach lo yatsa. Now, Sevarua, we want to analyze. So for sure, he counted it. For sure, he has Yidi'ah. Definitely, he's going to count it. So that's for sure, there's a minyano, because the guy always counts his money. My lad, back come a Demanda Mariatza, the opinion that says Yatza, Savad, Minyan, Poter. Now, this is a case of where you stole me that. Gozel is me that. So you stole me that, right? So, according to Yohanan, we said, when you steal me that, Minyan is Poter. And one Chita says, when you, when you steal, uh, uh, 
midat, uh, we said, uh, like Rav, Rav said when you steal midat, minyan is not poter. So therefore, must be this is a malokin. The opinion that says yatsa, masold what, minyan is poter. Umanavan lo yatsa, zavar minyan, eno poter. Good, so that's the malokin. So Gibran says, no. Amre, isfira lankir bi yitzhak, kule alma lo peligi de minyan poter. If you would hold like Nabi Yitzhak, that Adam Meshwish Pekiso Bechot Shahad, that he counts, everybody would say you're Patur. Because there's a Minyan there, and you need Patur. Ela Ben Rabi Yitzhak Kameh Pageh. Do we hold Nabi Yitzhak at all? More eat the Rabi Yitzhak, so therefore he definitely counted, and therefore you have Minyan. More let the Rabi Yitzhak. Good. So if a different Mahlok Rabi Yitzhak, if you hold Nabi Yitzhak, everyone would say Minyan is Potter. The Mahlok Rabi Yitzhak, do you hold Nabi Yitzhak? That Adam always counts his money. I can say everybody knows the Rabbi Yitzhak that he counts. Also, what's the Mahlokah? Verakashia. Hademane veramale bekiseh. One case is where you put it back in his pocket. Verademane veramale liyadeh. If you put it back in his pocket, he'll count it. But if you put it in his hand, what is he going to do? He's going to throw it in his bank. He's not going to count it. Therefore, you don't have a minyan. Understand this answer? Which is, if I put it in his pocket, Adam counts what's in his pocket always. So therefore, I stole the midat, I returned it, he's going to count it, minyan is poter. But if I put it in his hand, he doesn't count what's in his hand. What does he do, what does he do with the money that's in his hand? He just throws it in the closet. So therefore, he has no minyan. I can say both cases, he took the money and he put it in his pocket. But does he have other monies in his pocket? If he has other monies in his pocket, he's not going to know the minyan anyway, because it's all mixed up with his other monies. But right. if that's the only money in his pocket, then he'll have a minyan, and therefore minyan will be put in. So therefore, we can say that uh, we tried to make it a mahloket amongst the hachamim, or whether it's minyan put or not. The Gibraltar gives different answers to say, that that is not the mahluk. Really, everybody can hold minyan is poter. We're talking about two different cases over here. One talking about we put it in an empty pocket. So when he counts it, it's going to be a minyan. And when he put it in a pocket with money, he returned it. Therefore, the minyan is you, know, you don't have a minyan over here. Right. Okay. Okay. We are continuing with the mishnah. En lochein menaroim. Person is not allowed to buy from the shepherds semer vechalav vegedaim, wool, milk, and goats. <coughs> the concern over here is is that it's probably stolen goods because the shepherds steal these things here uh, and therefore as she says the maybe they stole it from the sheep that they're watching from the balabai so you're not allowed to buy stolen goods so again the deen is <coughs> Those people that are watching perot for a balabai, they're not allowed to buy from them etzim uperot, wood or perot, for the same reason, because the concern is they might have stolen it, can't buy stolen goods. Aval, lokhin min nashim kelit semer bihuda. In the Yehuda region, you're allowed to buy kelit uh, semer, woolen garments, v'chlit pishtan begalil, and in the Galil area, you're allowed to buy klipishtan, flax, linen garments from the ladies. The Agalim and calves, b'sharon, in the Sharon region. <coughs> she says, uh, This was the custom of the ladies to do this type of work. Then Atzman also, they would do it themselves. Umokrot, uldad ba'alehen also. So therefore, it's, a, it's, it's with consent of their husbands. That was a custom in these regions. So therefore, when you buy these items, you can assume that it's theirs, 
or it was given permission by their husbands to sell them. The Agalim, those are calves, Haro'im Basharon. Now, first the sheep shot in Sharon means in a open area. So in an open area, you don't suspect that the items are stolen because usually people sell stolen goods in a hidden area. So that's one interpretation. Calves, Basharon, in an open area. But then as she says, It's the name of a place, it's a region. That's a place where they used to graze and raise uh, calves. We buy them for cheap over there. Uh, and they belong to the ladies. And therefore, if they're buying it from those people uh, in that area, and that she likes that explanation uh, the best, he brings it from Masikh uh, Menachot, that talks about Agalim Mishadon. Okay, comes the Mishnah and concludes, V'chudan she'amru lehatmin asur. Anytime you go buy something from somebody and he says, I'll sell it to you in hidden, right? I'll sell it to you in the back, in a closed area, then you got to suspect it because he's uh, cheating. He must have stolen the goods. Nobody wants to sell stolen goods in public. So as they come in the back, I'll sell it to you in private, but that's mean, so that's going to be asur. Mishnah concludes, Eggs and chickens you could buy from anywhere. These are cheap items. Nobody's going to steal these items. Uh, to sell them. It's not worth to steal them uh, to make the avon. So, chickens and eggs you can buy from anybody. Tarul Banan. In Lukhin Minadu'im, Lu'izim, Velogidayim. You're not allowed to buy from the shepherds. Not Izim is, I guess, goats. Gidayim is the kids, the small goats. Velogizin. Gizin is the gizaz, like the shearings. Right? Pieces of wool. Fleece, that's the wool. Velotilushin shil semir. She says, It was pulled off or plucked off the wool from the little sheep, a little at a time. So these items over here, uh, you cannot buy. Again, the assumption is because they stole it. You can buy from them uh, garments that are woven. As she says, Because even if they stole it, they would corner the wool. When they steal the wool, that's again, when they make it into a garment, that's shinui. We said, gazlan is koneh b'shinui. So therefore, when you're buying it, you're buying it from them. They owe the owner. But you're buying non-stolen goods anymore. And that's the deen. Because at the time, once they sew it, once they make a, um, yeah, once they make a, a garment out of it, uh, you can keep it, you can buy it from them. mehem halav bamidbar. And you're allowed to buy milk and cheese from them in the Midbar. In the Midbar is in the, the desert, literally. Why? As she says, what is that? The En Derech Be'alim Lilechsham Videtlam Varu'im Natlam Which is whatever you find over there in the Midbar, outside of the normal place, the Be'alim usually leave that stuff over there. It's like Hifkir. And therefore the Ru'im uh, that take it, it's their own. So you don't have to worry. <coughs> so again, if you find the milk or the cheese that's in the Midbar, you can assume that the owner left it there, and the Ru'im can take it. But not in the settlement. The settlement, the Balabite, is Makpid. Therefore, it's considered still. She said, Whatever he brings to the Balabite, so that's his. So he cannot uh, buy from the issue. You could buy four or five sheep at a time from them, or four or five shearings. But not two at a time. The reason why you can buy these quantities 
is because it'll be noticeable. Which means a guy only steals things that the Balabai will not recognize that he stole. Yeah. But he's selling such quantity, you can't say, well, four or five. What are you, you going to say? An animal came and ate four or five animals? That's unlikely. <clears throat> so therefore, you can assume that it's his when it's a high quantity. So four or five of the shearings or four or five of the sheep is okay, <coughs> but not two. Veloch tegizim. Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda makes a difference. Baitot lukhin. Baitot literally means the the domesticated ones. The The ones that are domesticated, he knows the count. So you could buy them. Now we don't know how much you could buy from them. We'll have to see that in a second. But you could buy the domesticated ones. But the ones that are not domesticated, so then already he doesn't know how much he has of those, so that we cannot buy from them. So the Gebaras Klalo Shildavad is the basic rule of the Braita. Anything that the shepherd sells and the Balabite will recognize the loss, you can buy it. But if he's not going to realize it, then you cannot buy it from him because you got to assume that it's stolen. You can buy four or five sheep, four or five <coughs> shearings. I'm going to ask an obvious question. You tell me you can buy four. Uh, so do you have to tell me uh, that you can buy uh, five? Which means, what is the Hidush uh, over here uh, that you're telling me? Which means, if I can buy four, so certainly I can buy a higher number, because it's going to be noticeable to the Balabai. The more noticeable it is, the more, more we say that it's not stolen. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar of Hazda, Arba'am mitoch hamisha. It means you can buy four when there's five animals. Because then already it'll be noticeable. So it's four out of five. When there's five in the pack and he's selling four, then already you could assume you could assume that he's going to recognize that. So therefore, uh, that's the shi'ud. The shi'ud says, Right? You cannot say that uh, an animal came. Then the next she says later on, Guy's not going to steal so much and leave uh, so little over. Four from a small flock and five from a bigger flock. If you show a smaller flock, they put the cap at four. Four is not going to reckon. Four, four, four will be noticeable from a small flock. And therefore you can assume it's his. And five from a bigger flock will be noticeable. Therefore you can assume it's his as well. Kavzi Gemara continues. Hagufa Kasha. We have a contradiction from implications. Amar Dalet Veheson Dalet Vehegizin. You said you could, you could buy four or five. Well, Dalet Vehein. Aval Shalosh Lo. Implying three. No. So the cutoff is four. But three, no. Emasifa. But the end of the statement said. Aval Lo Shteson Hashalosh Zabinan. Two is no good, mashma three is okay, so make up your mind. Is three good or not? Lakashya. Ha bibriyata, ha bichishata. Depends if they're healthy animals or not. When it comes to the healthy animals, he knows them. He recognizes them, because those are the good animals that he has. So the she says, biriot and balabayit tamid anam umargish bishalosh. Three he's going to notice already. So therefore, it's going to be asur. However, kihushot, those are the weak ones. They're not so hashuftin. And therefore, his eyes are not on them. And therefore, he doesn't realize even if three are missing. So therefore, that'll be a problem. So three healthy you're allowed to sell, because the balabite will recognize that they're missing. And if he's not going to sell it, if he is selling it, it must be it's his. But by the kihushot, by the weak ones, you got to assume that what? <coughs> that 
the Balmite's not going to recognize three missing if we cannot sell it because we have to assume that he's stealing. Comes the Gemara and continues. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Baitot Lokhin Mehen, Midbariot En Lokhin Mehen. It's a continuation of the Brighter. Rabbi Yehuda said you're allowed to buy the domesticated, but you're not allowed to buy the Midbariot non-domesticated. So Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda is he going on the opening statement, the Resha, Ulhumra, and he's being stringent, or Dilma Asifa Ka'e, or is he going on the Sefa, on the last part of the Brighter, Ulkula? And the Gemara is going to explain the two sides. Do you say he's going on the Resha, Ulhumra, and he's going to the stringent Amar? Which means that which we said that you could buy four or five tzon, to that the Bible is coming to be Mahmid and saying, That's only talking about the domesticated ones. Because the domesticated ones he recognizes. When it comes to Midbariot, even four or five, no, because you can get away with it. And the guy's not going to recognize That's a humrah. That the four and five law only applies to domesticated, but not domesticated, you can't even buy four or five. That's one way. Oh, Dilma Asifa Ke Ulkula, the Amar Abal Loshte Son, the Loshte Gizin. Or maybe it's going on the second part of the Brighta when it says, but you cannot buy two, because two is not going to be noticeable. Ah, Hani Mili Midbariot. That's only talking about when you can't buy two at a time. That's talking about Midbariot, because Midbariot the guy doesn't recognize. Abal, Baitot. But when it comes to Baitot, Shtaim Namen, you can even buy two at a time. Because they're so, they're so noticeable, he wouldn't not sell them unless he uh, unless they were his. Tashem Asu the Gemara is going to answer this question that really he was going to kula. The Tanya Rabbi Yudamed Lokhin Baitot Mehin. You're allowed to buy Baitot domesticated animals from the shepherds. Ve'en Lokhin Mehin Midbariot, and you're not allowed to buy the non-domesticated. Ubechol Makom, you can always buy Lokhin Mehin Arbaa Bahamisha Son. You could always buy four or five. What I make sure with the Amar bechol makom from the fact that it says in the statement bechol makom, which means uh, that which it says four or five bechol makom means whether they're midbariot, whether they're baitot. You could always buy four or five. So if four or five is no chiluk between midbariot and baitot, so then must be yemaraz midayek shma mina asefakeh. Must be when it said two, you can't buy two. The chiluk is in two. That two you cannot buy with bariot, but by tot you'd be allowed to buy because it is noticeable and therefore must be it's his. So for the fact that you said on the four or five there's no haluk between by tot and, and mid bariot. Must be the haluk is in the, the low number. But you can't buy two. Oh, can't buy two must be dafka by uh, mid bariot. But by tot you can't because it would be noticeable. Shma'minak, <laughs>